Welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I am your host, Christian, the unbiased king. Espinal. And joining me through Discord, it is the man, the myth, the legend, the tank top god. I'm, 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 that's just your name, dude. It, the tank top god. It is Joshua. Gangsta time, Cole. It's called partner, but it should be called gangsta time. What up, Chris? What's good, everybody listening? Um, I don't have a tank top today, but I do have the uh, hydro-resistant material. Hydrolax? Uh, yes, that we talked about prior. <laughs> All right, that's fair enough, I guess. Uh, also joining us, it is the producer of the show. It is my little brother, uh, Brian. Big news, Brian. My bad. Edgelord, big news, Brian. news. <laughs> Are you going to call me Gangsta Time? No, I just uh, called you Brian, <laughs> and then I forgot that, like, Edgelord, big news. Like, Brian's your last name. Edgelord is your first Brian's name. My last name. Yeah. Big news is All your middle name. <laughs> what so, is up, nerds? Yeah, it's good to be here. Um, we have five series to go through. Pretty much everybody's here on our weekly lineup. Uh, so, you know, let's uh, let's not waste any time. Let's get right into plugs. Uh, you could find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Joshua Cole, where can they find you? At JD Cole underscore thirty seven. That's on Instagram and at NY Chillin with an E N, not an I N G. That's on Twitter. Oh yeah, Brian. You can find me at b.esp on both Instagram and Twitter. And if you want to catch me when I'm streaming, you can find me at twitch.tv slash it's punchline. Oh, yeah. You can follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us on Twitter, especially because we do a really good chapter of the week poll. And uh, we did it again this week. Uh, we got a winner, which is nice. And uh, every time you guys vote, we announce the winner on the show. Uh, so cast your vote. Let us know what you guys think is your favorite chapter. Uh, Twitter only lets me do four at a time. So if you guys want to write in a series, you can. And I'll uh, mm-hmm. I'll count it as a vote by replying to the tweet, the poll tweet. But uh, yeah, it, those are the four that we got. Uh, you can email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about. Uh, you can email us there. Uh, you can subscribe if you want. Please subscribe to the YouTube. That would be super helpful. Uh, really, all I really want is to get a community tab <laughs> so we can do a more efficient poll. Uh, but yeah, we can only get there if we reach a certain amount of subscribers. So hit that subscribe button if you like the show. Uh, like the show, literally. <laughs> hit the like button. Uh, hit the notification button uh, to let us know, to let you know whenever we re- uh, put up an upload. Uh, and if you prefer audio podcasts, we're pretty much everywhere you can listen to podcasts. iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. The audio version of the podcast usually goes up first, so check us out on there. Uh, leave a five-star review on Spotify and iTunes if you like. That would be super cool of you. And uh, that's it. That's it. Let's not stretch out this self-promotion anymore. Uh, let's uh, get into the show. One Piece. This is one. one. Piece. <laughs> this is One Piece chapter one thousand and fifty-eight. New Emperors. We have a new little cover page story here, where uh, Caesar Clown is begging for the Vin Smokes to get him the fuck out of there. Um, which good for him getting out of there. Pretty much, I, I'm sure they're gonna take him. Uh, and that's probably not gonna lead to anything good because Caesar is a scientist. And he will be joining a science kingdom for the most part. A scientifically run. And he's clearly a bad character. Oh yeah, and he's not a good man. <laughs> that that much is sure. 
Um, we open this chapter pretty much just on the seas. The crew has just left Wano, so we're officially out after three years, four years. It feels like forever years. Uh, and uh, we're set sail on a new adventure. Uh, Nami is in the middle of chastising Luffy for dropping them off of the falls. Uh, Jinbei is getting used to this little routine. So much, uh, Nami is so pissed that she actually seems to be like emitting conquerors hockey. And I don't know how seriously to take that. Uh, <laughs> I wonder how all I was wondering, like, damn, how y'all going to feel about this? Because I'm not going to take it serious. No, I'm not either. But I think. I think it would, you know, because there's like a running gag that like Nami has conquers and it's the only reason she's able to That's it, right? like hurt Luffy is that she's using armament this whole time, uh, which oh, wow. I think that would be a pretty cool payoff. But, you know, we all saw it coming if that's the case. Um, pretty sure this is just a joke. I know, but I wouldn't but mind. You, you won't believe how many people are running with this shit. I bet, you know, I bet. So if you were like, oof. Fucking fucking Nami has conquers hockey, bro. These fucking conversate. You know what's funny? You know what's really funny? There's this interview uh, Oda did. He and the creator of um of Kate's Closed got interviewed together, and Oda was talking about YouTube theories. Uh, he talked about him before, and he was like, "I try not to watch him because I don't want him to influence." you know, my, my writing, but there's this, in this interview, most recently, he was like, I kind of feel bad for them because sometimes I end up destroying their theories by doing the complete opposite. And, uh, I, uh, I try, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> like it's not out for purpose. Yeah. It's always so he says. Yeah. He's like, my bad dude. <laughs> uh, but yeah, in any case, yeah, Nami's pissed. You know, everybody's like, you know, being the straw hats, Zoro's asleep. Uh, Frankie's actually bragging. He's like, did you see how that, how the Sonny fucking took this fall? He tanked it. I'm proud of it. You know, it's kind of nice. It's kind of sweet. Uh, a little moment for Frankie being proud of his creation. Uh, and, uh, Robin receives the newspaper and, uh, we get some new bounties for the rest of the crew. Uh, I think, um, Chopper's only had a... 900 berry increase you know so i think he was at 100 yeah. before so now he's at a thousand um nami has reached 366 million berries uh, i love her reaction it's it's very nami and very funny uh where she's like nine digits can i collect it's like you're gonna turn yourself in for your own bounty uh right like how, how's that gonna work <laughs> yeah uh, Brooke got 383 million berries. Frankie got 394 million berries. However, his wanted poster is the mast of the Thousand Sunny, uh, which I think mm -hmm. is funny considering, like, in the good future, Oda has stated that Frankie becomes a ship in general. So uh, he says that out yeah, of his mouth. There's like a, you know, sometimes in these like little um, question and answer things, he puts in volumes. He draws out like you know what were the warlords? What did the warlords look like when they were kids? Uh, what would they be looking like if they were gender swapped? And uh, he did one where he drew the straw hats like twenty years uh, apart, so like at forty and at sixty in timelines where they either succeeded and they failed their dreams. Um, so in in the good timeline, Frankie at the age of seventy or eighty becomes a battleship himself. Like, he is a ship. Um, just straight up. Just straight up a ship. Uh, but it is very... No funny. face? Yeah. I think that his face is the mast, but he is a ship. Uh, it's, it's kind of funny. I, 
you're obviously not supposed to take these very seriously, uh, some of them. But um, he's going to be Pluton. He's going to turn oh into Oh my it. God, that'd be so crazy. Confirmed. Confirmed. Naked beard confirmed. <laughs> Usopp. God Usopp has 500 million berries. His eyes are bolting out of his eyes. Like, no, stop. Stop increasing my bounty. Uh, Robin has. I can't believe it. Uh, Robin has received the 930 million berries. Uh, pretty cool. Pretty good for Robin. Uh, and then we get the top four from there on. We have Black Leg Sanji at 1.32 billion berries. Uh, Jinbei at 1.1 billion berries. And Zoro at 1.101 billion berries. So that places Sanji firmly in fourth place. Uh, amongst the bounties of the crew, uh, <laughs> which is funny because like he was over Zoro when he entered Wano, like he had a higher bounty than Zoro when he entered Wano and left fourth place. Um, pretty good, but to be fair, Jinbei is a warlord. You know he's pretty strong, so he already had a reputation from before. So it just bounced off. Um, and that's the last we see of the Sea of the Straw Hats for a while because then we cut over to Empty Bluffs Island in the New World, where uh, Buggy's uh, uh, delivery service thing headquarters is. Uh, and we find out exactly how the Cross uh, Guild came to be. Uh, we open with Buggy just crying, like just a crying head being held by Crocodile, and Mihawk is sitting right behind him. And uh, he's like, please don't fucking kill me, man. I don't... Please don't do it. And Crocodile's just pissed because, you know, Buggy's getting pretty much the credit for the cross guild idea. Um, and they're just basically like, we're going to kill you now. And he's like, please don't. And Hawkeye's literally like, that's not an option. I'm going to have to kill you. Um, mean You're going to die by my sword right now. Soul. Right here. <laughs> um, yeah. And Buggy's entire crew has abandoned him immediately. Um you know, uh, Mr. Three is immediately like, thanks for taking me under your wing again, Crocodile. Uh, the rest of Buggy's actual crew that he started with is like, poor chairman, rip. <laughs> you know, he's <laughs> completely let go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's like, what do we do now? He's like, we follow Crocodile. It's a cold world out there. Um, <laughs> I fucking love this shit. Um. But then we get the, the kind of origin of how this all came together uh, on Gloom Island, where uh, Mihawk likes to hang out uh, because he's fucking edge as hell. <laughs> uh, he's packing up right now because this is around the time where the seven warlords were abolished. So he's just packing his shit so he can leave. Uh, Crocodile is calling on him on the phone and be like, hey. If you're gonna if you're gonna leave anyway and go on the run, why don't you join my side? You know, with our name and value combined, the navy the navy will have to sit up and take notice. I mean, you were a naval hunter once upon a time, which is interesting. Oh, which, which some is, spicy lore. Yeah, which is interesting considering that they partially deal in the bountying of naval officers right now. Uh, so that's that's pretty cool. Um, and uh. Yeah, Mihawk was once a naval hunter. Zoro was once a pirate hunter. Interesting uh, dichotomy there. Uh, mm. I think that's interesting there. 
And now they both, work, well, he doesn't work for the Navy anymore, but he did. Who? Mihawk? No. So, yeah, well, he was a naval hunter, then worked for the Navy as a warlord, right? No. Mihawk yeah, was, he was a warlord. Navy, no, no Mihawk, huh? was, Mihawk was always a pirate. He was, he was a naval warlord. warlords, though. Warlords. They work for the for the for the, for the Marines, right? Yeah, no, but basically they're for not, the world government. They're not Marines. What they do is like the warlords were like given kind of free reign to like within reason do whatever they wanted, as long as they when the government called them, they came to their aid. So they were yeah, mercenaries. So they, they work for them. They, we're not uh, saying that they're Marines. We're just saying that they're they work for them. But that is a good distinction to make because it's like because my combat. What I was gonna try to say is that oh, Zoro used to hunt pirates, and now he works for a pirate, similar to Mihawk, like how he now works with who he used to hunt. But it's you're right. It's not he's not really working under them. Yeah, he, they do their own thing until it's ready to like they order them to go kill somebody. Yeah, the thing is that the thing I got from it is that at some point there were like these pirates that had uh, emperor potential. That the uh, world government was like, well, how about we make a deal? How about, you know, we give you relative free free reign to, you know, do what you do. But yeah, yeah, you work for us kind of offhand, um, you know. So I guess it was just like trying to govern pirates through these sh- super strong pirates, you know. Um, which I, I think is, I guess, a interesting strategy, even though it. It, ter- it worked terribly for the world for the world government because half of them were just straight up trying to ki- like take over countries and take yeah, the one doing the absolute most yeah um but yeah uh we then cut over to when the marines started to surround buggy uh and buggy was commanding his people to fight the navy but then it turns out crocodile was already there he pulled up uh and He's there specifically to collect on the money that Buggy owed him, apparently, uh, which is pretty damn funny because uh, I guess Buggy was only able to start this business he has with a supreme investment from Crocodile, and he's never paid Crocodile back. Uh, the so, small business loan? <laughs> yeah, a small loan of $1 million. <laughs> yeah, he got the better. You mean $1 million berries. <laughs> yeah, well, you're right, Brian. <laughs> I have to do it canonically. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Crocodile pulled up to Buggy apparently, and he's like, he's just like, "Where's my money, bitch?" <laughs> and uh, Cro- Buggy bitch just better have my money. Yeah, Buggy's basically <laughs> says, I-, "I don't have it right now, but I'll work off my debt if you let me." Uh, you know, uh, advertising, design, printing, distribution—we do it all. You can use our services for free if you want. Um, but then it turns out that. The flyer uh, put Buggy at the top of the fucking, you know, as the headliner of the Cross Guild. Um, and apparently against Buggy's wishes as well. Uh, he he had the flyer made by his henchmen, but his henchmen worship him so much that they just naturally put Buggy's face in the center. Uh, and Buggy's like, why the fuck did you do that? Print another one. And he's like, too late. We already distributed to every market across the world. So, Every market. Yeah, uh, I love this. <laughs> uh, it's I really love this uh, little moment. Um, but then we also cut to the Marines uh, talking shit about the Cross Guild, um, and they got the story wrong. Obviously, they're they're framing it as um, that 
buggy they they were like building up buggy as this like big big time pirate as usual you know has been going on that's how buggy even got a warlord's promotion in the first place uh you know off of his uh cred of uh sailing with roger and uh stood shoulder to shoulder with the emperor red hair um he can't and he's like he commands so much respect that even crocodile rushed his aid at empty bluffs island um so we that's some hyperbole yeah that's some that's some uh, severe hyperbole <laughs> Uh, so we actually get a bounty upgrade on Crocodile and Mihawk. Uh, Crocodile, based on his Logia powers and intelligence and leadership, he's got 1.965 billion berries to his name. And Mihawk, being a former warlord of the sea, uh, with a greater sword skill than uh, Red Hair the Emperor, and as the strongest swordsman in the world, he has a worth of 3.59 billion berries. Uh, goddamn. And of course, there's Buggy the Genius Gesture on top of his prior feats. He has the power to command those two other men. He's at 3.189 billion berries. Uh, so now mm -hmm. he's a warlord of the sea. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's not, that doesn't sit well with Crocodile necessarily. Um, but then, you know, Hawkeye takes a second. He's like, eh, you know, maybe that's a good thing. That he has the emperor title. I don't. I don't personally particularly want to be an emperor. I'd prefer the quiet life. Uh, so you know, maybe we just like let him take all this shit, and if he becomes inconvenient, we'll just kill him. <laughs> and Crocodile's like, true, true. <laughs> we could easily dispatch Buggy the Clown. Uh, so easily. Yeah, which I think is gonna fucking bite him in the ass. Oh later. yes! Oh my god! I can't wait for whatever comedy of errors that Bucky is living in. Is... They're destined to lose. Oh my god! I just, oh my gosh! So they come out and you know they rouse the people uh, as their chief officers. Uh, Crocodile and Mihawk look confidently, and they're like, hmm, "Yes, our army." Bucky is crying. He's, he actually asks himself in his head, where is my life taking me? <laughs> oh, man. Where he begged for this. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, uh, we go to the Kamabaka Queendom on the Grand Line, of course. Uh, Eva's country, where uh, all of the revolutionaries seem to have set up ba uh, base camp. Uh, I I feel like this was established, but, you know, it, either way, it doesn't matter. Uh, it makes sense. So... Mm -hmm. They're all based there. Sabo is not there, though. The other revolutionaries that have been to the Reverie have seemed to have returned to Kamabaka Kingdom with Dragon and Eva. Um, Sabo is not with them. Uh, but, yeah, they're basically all, you know, talking amongst themselves. Uh, Dragon himself says, uh, believes that Sabo is fine, but if it's true that he killed King Cobra, there will be a reckoning between them, no matter what his reason is. Uh, so Dragon doesn't seem to be very happy that Sabo killed, supposedly killed King Cobra. And it turns um, out... Oh, sorry. Has Dragon spoken before? Yes, he's spoken. Are these his first words? No, he's spoken, but it's never... He, he doesn't speak often. Is this his first substantial sent, like, like, statement? Like, this is... No, you said... Paragraph? He's, he said stuff. But he said stuff before? He is, he is for sure a man of very few words. He doesn't speak often, and when he does, it's it's kind of short. 
because he's still a very mysterious character in the world. So uh, I feel like Oda is very careful with, you know, the words that he says at any given time. Uh, but uh, it is now later revealed that uh, apparently Kuma is also in Kamabaka Island. They were able to get him on there. And um, Dragon commands Kuma to tell him what exactly that he has seen. And Kuma says, as you command. bear. And it's very sad. Yeah, it is very sad. Um, yeah. But then the phone starts He's to a ring. a slave. Uh, yeah. But then the phone starts to ring. And uh, the Navy is actually intercepting this fucking call. Um, and he's like, it might be the Flame Emperor. Recorded and traced a signal. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, the chapter ends with Koala picking up the phone. And on the other side, it's Sabo on the phone. And my goodness. My God. Uh, the. The Flame Emperor. It's him. Uh, Fire guy. Fire, Fire monarch. Fireman. Uh, that's the end of the chapter. Josh, what did you think about this chapter? I liked it. <laughs> it was... It was cool seeing the whole crew together. And uh, the interaction with um, with Jinbei was very, uh, very necessary. Very needed. It's nice to see him on the crew acting like a weirdo like the rest of them. Um... What I thought was really interesting was that Jinbei had a higher bounty than um, Sanji. Yeah, I think it makes sense. I Just, mean, do you think Jinbei could whoop Sanji's ass? Yes, maybe. Jinbei has, like, more of a history as a pirate. It's one of the reasons I believe it. Ooh, he's yeah, he's been in the game for a minute. And he was a warlord at the time. Makes sense. Um, I believe they're kind of close together, you know, in terms of bounty. Yeah, they're they're not like that far apart. They're still they're both in the billions. Um, if like Jinbei is one point one billion one hundred million, Sanji is uh, one billion thirty two million. So it's not that crazy. Um, but pretty cool. Um, what else did you have? Yeah, it's only a slight difference. Um, hmm. I don't really have any other big thoughts, to be honest. How about you, Brian? Anything stuck out to you? Um, I thought it was interesting that Sabo didn't... Uh, not Sabo, but Dragon didn't immediately, like, say that Sabo wouldn't do this. He's just skeptical. He's like, oh, well, if he, if he did this shit, then there's trouble. That That's trouble. But he didn't immediately say, nah, Sabo wouldn't do this shit. He ain't that type of guy. So it's right. weird that Oda's leaving that up in the air. So we'll we'll see what happens next week. I'm excited. This is my RGC, by the way. What? Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. I thought it was just really cool to see Jimbei kind of like Josh said, kind of being a little, a little, a little weirdo along with the straw hats. It was kind of heartwarming. It's like all this time finally paid off. Yeah, I agree. Um, I guess I got into my thoughts. Uh, are you done, Brian? Yeah. 
Um, I I really like this chapter a lot. Um, I feel like it's the most One Piece chapter I've had in a long time, I feel. Um, where, you know, there was like a good amount of little character moments and, you know, like world building and uh, it was it was a really fun read top to bottom. Uh, this is did feel like the first time in a long time that the Straw Hats got to like bounce off of each other and, uh, you know, just have, you know, just like be themselves, be the Straw Hats that we know and love uh, throughout the series and have these moments together. Uh, it feels like it's been a long time. And, you know, they've been apart a for a long time. Uh, they haven't been like together in a room just not fighting for like a, a while. So it was cool to see them just chilling on the ship. Uh, the buggy stuff, I buggy is so fucking great for this series. Um, I do uh, enjoy how like Oda was like, I'm gonna put a stop to all these theories about buggy being some big king shit. <laughs> He's just getting yeah, ramshackled here. I honestly would have never seen him being that way. Yeah, I, I, like, I did it just love doesn't it. make sense. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it was just so funny, and it's so good to see Crocodile again. After so long, forget how much of a fucking boss he is. <laughs> He's just been out there in the world getting money and just investing money into other pirates' operations. Uh, I respect. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of consistent with how he ran Baroque Works, where it was like a literal, like it was a company. You know, there was like a weird uh, business model to it, which uh, I appreciated. Um, the, minus the subjugation of alabaster. Yeah, minus that. I mean, you know, you know, what I mean. <laughs> you know, <laughs> of course, <laughs> you know. That's what I mean. I'm just saying it's consistent for crocodile is all. <laughs> um, yeah, I, now, he's a mobster. He gets that money for sure. You know that you see them suits. Them shit ain't cheap. Sheesh. He's always you gotta got have a proper. <laughs> you gotta have a proper business model. This guy's always got like a fucking hundred dollar cigar. He had a hundred cigars. Is that expensive? Is it? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much an expensive cigar is, but it's more than a hundred dollars for sure. Yeah. That's like I, a and really you check smoke. that out, Brian. Yeah, Brian. How much is a really numbers. good quality cigar? Because you know, Crocodile doesn't take any less. Even when he was in Impel Down, he had like a two hundred and fifty dollar cigar in his mouth. Uh, That's crazy. It's so funny. Like, it's one of those things that you don't realize. It's like, why does he have a cigar in prison? <laughs> it never seems to go out. Um, but yeah, that that stuff is great, and I love him bouncing off of like Crocodile and, and Mihawk, and I'm so excited to see where this leads. Uh, what else? The stuff with the revolutionaries was interesting. It was good to see them. Every time we see them, it, it has big implications for the world, I guess. Um, I'm hoping Sabo's name gets cleared in the eyes of Dragon. It would be shitty to see them have a falling out. But uh, I think it makes sense for Dragon to have like a healthy amount of skepticism within himself. You know, he is a revolutionary. <laughs> um, but I think in particular, like he's very, he takes exception to King Cobra as opposed to other kings because he is, he, his people was never like, celestial dragon uh, oppressor <laughs> fucking asshole so i feel like he saw king cobra as like man that was like an example of a good ruler and sabo killed the wrong one dude <laughs> uh if there was one to kill he did the wrong one man all right um 
but I'm excited to see where it goes, especially uh, seeing Dragon's history with Alabasta, actually. I feel like that would be very important down the line. Um, but yeah, I, I really like this chapter. I, this whole time I've just been like, is this my RGC? I really don't know. Because uh, there is another chapter that really like, I was just like, this is so good. <laughs> but Yeah. Me know. It's tough. It's It's really hard. This was my runner up. Yeah, if there's if I don't choose it, it's either this or the other one. All right, you know what? I feel like I feel like it's the other one for me. All right, it's so. Close. But this was very close. I want you all to know it was right here. <laughs> I I was like right here with it. But yeah, those were my thoughts. Um, did you uh, did you guys have any rebuttals? Anything else you wanted to say? Uh-huh. Um, the world's most expensive cigar is a million dollars. God, what does it What's do? What's in it? Diamonds? <laughs> you? Am I going to be smoking diamonds? You <laughs> <laughs> smoking some diamond dust? Sheesh, man! <laughs> That's crazy. Oh my god! No, for real though. What is it like? What, what is, is it? What does it want say to know what's is? in it? Yeah, no, what, what does yeah. it say it is? I mean, yeah, like, nah, come on. There's got to be something. Dollars. Let's, let's go. The cigar's filter is one of the rarest, coming from the secluded corners of the Himalayas. <sighs> is then watered by filtered Fiji water. Or filtered by Fiji water, I guess, is what they're trying to say. <laughs> and, then mm-hmm. it, and then it's rolled by a masterful cigar roller. That's a job you could have? Oh, <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> what is he? A fucking black cigar is also bedazzled with five carats of diamond. <laughs> I knew it. God damn! Yeah, he's smoking diamond dust. Jeez, Louise! Wow. What do you do? You need to keep the diamonds after you smoke it. Like all this, obviously, like they don't burn them, right? I'm not gonna smoke the diamonds. Why would you? All I think this, it's do that. maybe I don't know. All this just to give someone mouth cancer. It's not good. Mm-hmm. Man, this fucking when the, this when fucking, the process is all completed, it's delivered to you by the by a white gloved uh, delivery person, <laughs> by a messenger, a white gloved messenger. The, whoever this white gloved messenger is, he does not have a good life. <laughs> the, the suffering has to be including this. It, <laughs> they don't get they don't get a happy person to get you this. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody has to wake up early, put on a suit and tie and white gloves to deliver a small box. <laughs> it might be an interesting job. Maybe. It pays well enough. Yeah. You might. Yeah. Jeez. I mean, I guess it pays a lot. Some of that million dollars has to go to this person. No, that person gets played like $7 an hour. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way like even a fraction of that million goes to this white gloved delivery person but i'm here for it it's good to know uh all right any other rebuttals <laughs> dragon's gonna beat sabo's ass yeah i'll give it a- i don't think sabo too. did it he's no, evil obviously he that's, it. A, that's it he's evil <laughs> he's evil his fangs are gonna actually be black yeah <laughs> or blue or something or something you know? like that he's it's blue it's blue. The flame. Are they actually blue? No. Oh. No. Yeah, they'll be blue. All right. I uh, I suppose 
We could move onward then. My Hero Academia. This is My Hero Academia, chapter 364, Why We Wield Power. Um, last we left off, we it was revealed that uh, to- uh, Dobby's alive. Uh, well, not just alive, but back in the battle. Uh, these, the weird evacuation system that UA has set up is now being hacked into uh, by Skeptic. And uh, All for One is regaining his uh, original peak form. So that's... That's a lot of fun. Everything's falling apart at once. Uh, but, you know, we get a, a little bit of a flashback up top. Uh, we learned that Shigaraki, uh, well, we, we knew this, but Shigaraki stole some of the samples of Aerie's DNA that Overhaul was trying to use on people to take away their quirks. Uh, and uh, this guy has been, uh, what's his face? The evil doctor dude. I think they changed his name a couple times, but um, I forget what his name is. Uh weird Eggman guy. He uh, has been trying to replicate it, uh, and he seems to have uh, made it work. He only has one shot, though. Uh, He gives it to All for One. So, yeah, that's good. And that's how he has reverted himself to his old form. Uh, He took the Airy syringe, and now he is returning to his prime. Um, So, not great. (laughs) Not good at all. No, not at all. Yeah, he immediately steals this lady's quirk. Um, once again, not fun. Uh, and gets a cloak. I wonder if that was... Is that this lady's power? Is to make yeah, he takes her He takes her cape as well. Oh, nice. He takes, takes her, her power and her, and her... Yeah, there's a cape. line there where he's like, I'll take this cape as well. Uh, yoink! <laughs> Pretty fun. Two for the price of one. Yeah. Um... So I wonder if he even knew what her quirk was. He probably just was like, I'll yeah, take it. I'll take it. Whatever it is. It's, uh, yeah. it's, it's probably good. Can't, can't hurt, right? Can't She's hurt. out here fighting with it. Yeah. Can't be that bad. It's fine. Uh, and uh, All for One reveals that this uh, bit of rewinding will be the end of him. So, you know, this is his last ditch effort. He's going to pass on his dreams to Shigaraki. Um, and yeah. So, you know. Uh, so... Hawks is like, man, fuck. <laughs> I got a sauce for time for Endeavor to hit one more blow. And he's like, something beyond stealing off mm. one for all? Mind filling me in for future reference? And uh, uh, All for One goes on this whole spiel. And he's like, I'm quite influenced by comics. Uh, the world always fears the big bad villain. Why do you think that is? Uh, and he's like, because he does Because it's a fictional story? <laughs> <laughs> And an author can make it whatever they want. Like, yeah. But he's like, because he does anyway. bad stuff. And he's like, but what is bad stuff really? You know? Um, he says, in a world teeming with myriad cultures, bad and values, bad stuff would be an act that universally makes the masses turn up their noses in disgust. An act which thwarts the future they envision. So I intend to thwart the whole world, the future of the whole world. And I'm like, damn. Why? <laughs> he says, that's all I've ever wished for. Yeah, like, what? My... He's just a classic villain. He want... Yeah. Well, we cut to America! America! Fuck yeah! And, um... We see Admiral Akbar basically. <laughs> he pulls up to, uh... 
to the president of the United States. Um, and uh, this guy is like, man, sorry, too late. Tomura won. And it's your fault, Tim- Timothy Agbar. That's it's funny. I guess he's playing a name on Ad- Admiral Akbar from Star Wars. Um, so he's like, man, you, we lost stars and stripes and, you know, there's always been, there's already been a standoff between the world's developed nations and we don't know who Tomura, who will be the first to earn Tomura's trust. Like a lot of people are just considering turning over to the League of Villains side. Um, and, uh, Admiral Akbar over here is just like trying to argue is like, no, we shouldn't let this guy take over the world. Um, like, are you a crackhead? And the president is, <laughs> they're making our president cry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, there's nothing wrong with being sensitive. But he's like, yeah, who cares? Yeah, I mean, it's not only to minimize casualties. Tim, oh, yeah. That's what he said. Tim, this is our nation's future. And Akbar is like, we won't have a future. Man, do you not know who we're dealing with here? What the fuck? Uh, and he hits his jewel real quick. <laughs> his fucking his vape. That's what I'm jacking. That's when funny. he hit his vape. Yeah. Like, damn, he's testing me out. Yeah. So, you know, he's just trying to talk the president to some common fucking sense here. He's like, hey, maybe we shouldn't let this guy take over the world. Uh, but, you know, he's basically like, Cassie followed in her idol's footsteps and died for it. I'm sure you haven't really forgotten. Children observe adults as they grow. And they pass it forward, and so on and so forth. Heroes always wielded the power, wielded their power in the name of that cause. You know, just a general idea of, yeah, even though uh, things look hopeless, we we can't just like give up because then our kids are gonna learn to give up and give in to this fucking mad person. Um, it's not good. All right. But uh, then we cut. Over, not this guy. Not not this. Anybody guy. but him. Anybody. Um, but then that's when, uh, we cut back to the battlefield. Bakugo is still dead. Uh, and that's when Edshot pulls up. Um, and, uh, Edshot talks about how, like, I am the ninja hero. There's no realm I cannot infiltrate. And I have ample experience invading the bodies of other. Uh, so he starts, like... Really? Yeah, yeah, that's, this is his quirk, kinda. Um, we've seen it before, where he just, like, makes himself into this weird thread and um he what he is like primary move is that he would just like bunch up people's nerves and whatnot um by like entering their body and stuff um it's kind of a cool power um and it does nothing he, he, to he doesn't he doesn't turn into a thread he I know, flattens himself yeah he flattens himself or you know yeah that stuff um so mm-hmm. yeah he starts making his like weird flattening powers onto Bakugo's chest and he calls out to Mirko to not go quietly should he tear you asunder sink your teeth into his flesh um and he says because Edgehot the hero will not let this pass this stopped heart belongs to a life we can ill afford to lose so he's going to replace Bakugo's heart and make it pump uh and uh this is pretty much a suicide move uh on his behalf and he's like just so so i leave the rest in your capable hands club president hakamata and we get a little flash of them back in school you know they apparently i guess were besties 
and uh, we see uh, sure. a shot basically uses Ninpo, Thousand Sheep Pierce, Zenith, and he proclaims that he will be the boy's heart, and that is the end of the chapter. Uh, man, lots to talk about, I guess, but uh, Josh, why don't you start us off? What did you think about this chapter? So, remember when I asked what Ed Shot's quirk was? Yeah. Could you guys help make it make sense for me? Or maybe he'll do that next week for us, right? He's going to break it down, how it'll uh, turn into a heart. Brian could probably explain it better than I can. <clears throat> I hope okay. so. So, the I don't think he's going to become the heart. He's going to basically replace the parts of the heart that's, that's, uh, that's damaged. So, he'll essentially be like his quirk will kind of because he can fold himself and put himself into bodies right so essentially what he's doing is he's putting his entire body uh into that into his heart and then using his quirk to kind of replace all the functions that are missing so he can pump the heart and he'll like kind of be the function of it so he'll die but i guess his quirk will stay active and you know, once Bakugo's heart starts pumping, you'll kind of assimilate into it, is what I'm guessing is what's going to happen. It was a word I was saying a month or so ago. It was one of the new words I learned, and I enjoyed it a lot. What was it? Something about making something up on the spot. It's not necessarily oh. what it means, but it's a contrivance. Yes, <laughs> contrivance. <laughs> it's not necessarily what it means, but it's close. I, I I'll allow it. <laughs> no, I don't think there's a contrivance here. Um, I'm gonna tell you this: on the page where the strings were, like you know, I guess this guy's quirk was going into Bakuko. It looked like there were threads. Like, you know, threads from, uh, from, uh, what's this guy's name? Best genius. I forgot his name already. Best Thanks. Genius. Yeah, Best Genius. So, I remember when I first read this, I was like, oh my God, Brian was right. Brian was right. Brian was right. He's about to sew his heart together and then the nitroglycerin is going to reactivate it or something. <laughs> you know, my I was running wild. And then all of that shit ended two pages after. Like, oh, he's going to turn into an organ? With his ability to <laughs> get through anything. I'm not mad or nothing. I'm just a little like... There's a lot happening. It's like I'm on a spinning ride. I don't know. Maybe that's not the right example. Um. Okay, so... I'm on the ride. I'm on the ride. Here's a little bit of a context clue, I guess. In the little flashback panel, there's uh, they seem to be a part of the texture arts association so you know they ran a little texture arts club uh which i guess implies that uh ed shot's quirk is somewhat adjacent to it where he can flatten himself to the point of being a fat of a fiber of some sort himself he's he is he he has shown that he can be that small 
Like he yes yeah he he's has... infiltrated other people's bodies as well. So it does it makes sense that he would do this that he could be he could do this. Um, is wait, Josh? Do you have all your are all your thoughts done? Because no, go ahead, go ahead. I don't really have too much thoughts for this. So basically, it makes sense that he would do this. I just feel like, like why, <laughs> <laughs> like why? Like I all right. So I I read this chapter a few times, and only now did I like it a little bit more than I did when I first read it. But obviously, like, there's a lot of people who are upset that Bakugo is coming back just because, you know, it is a little too soon or it shouldn't have happened in the first place. But yeah, it's I a little like, know. what's the point? What was the point? If it just feels unnecessary, it just feels unnecessary. Um, but, you know, it's already happening, so we can't, you know. We can't hold on to that shit for long, for for forever. So I'm just gonna sit here and try to understand like where he's gonna go with this. So I don't know what this will, af- what this new heart will have as an effect on Bakugo's body. Um, because if you like, what does this mean? Does this mean that he gets Edshot's quirk? No, probably not. Does this mean his heart is? extra strong because it has Edshot in there like a his whole man his in, body there? in there yeah <laughs> does this mean that his <laughs> that his heart can withstand more pressure so that means he can use his quirk more liberally or like what does this what effects will this have on Bakugo because obviously Maybe it'll... this is what I think is going to end up happening and I hope it happens but I think Deku's not going to show up here I don't think Deku's going to come up there I think Deku is going to go fight all for one, like in his prime form. Hmm. Because who who's going to help them? Who's going to help all for one? Who's going to help in that all for one fight? Who's going to show up to turn the tides? Endeavor's not going to be able to fucking fight that dude. He ha- he's missing an arm. Hawks is doesn't have any wings. He only has one wing left, like for his sword. Who's going to fucking turn the tides there? So it has it has to be Bakugo comes back and he's the guy who they rely on to beat Shigaraki here. And with his new heart that that will allow him to fully reach his potential with his awakening, he'll be able to actually turn the tides, which would mm. honestly rectify some of the issues that we've had with the last few chapters for in my opinion, for me at least. Like this would make it it would feel unnecessary, but you know, if Bakugo comes back and he makes some real fucking noise, then I'll be okay with it. But mm-hmm. I do believe that Deku's not going to show up to this fight. I think he has 100% faith in, in Bakugo. Um, regardless of like, you know, what's happening here, but we did see when Deku was on his way to the, to the tower, to the dome, um, he was warned about all for one. He and he was looking in the direction of where all for one is. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I think he's gonna go there. So I'm interested to see what happens next week. Um this chapter was a little bit confusing, but everything surrounding the Bakugo part was pretty good, in my opinion. Mm. Um it's really cool to see all for one in his prime. Like he literally looks like an evil motherfucker. Like when you see him. Uh, and the way that he acts and the way that he speaks, 
It's like permanent confidence in his goals and shit. And, you know, when you see him in action, you just do feel hopeless because this dude is the ultimate evil. Um, mm-hmm. And he doesn't really need all that much depth either. You know, it's okay for him to be just a fucking stereotypical villain because he is the ultimate evil. He's not supposed to be, like, have shades or colors or, like, um, supposed to be somebody who has, um, likability or somebody who has, like, unique, uh, aspirations. His, he's ultimate evil, and what's more evil than world domination? There's, there's no way around that. That's why we have Shigaraki. Shigaraki is, is the shades that we need and the depth in the villain that we need. So you're saying All for One was intentionally corny. <laughs> he's like, he's the opposite of All Might. All Might is the ultimate good. He didn't have he's that nigga. He's that nigga, though. Yeah, but so is One for All. He's, he's literally... Oh, he's... Come on, All for One, you mean? No. You're, you're telling me that that dude is not real. Once upon a time, Brian, not anymore because he's a weirdo clown he's a he's a psychopath that needs fucking help like he needs to get his 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 bending removed and like go out somewhere to chill no more quirks just he's the ultimate like you don't mess with that guy he's he's the gangster that's boring bro that's boring that's literally who he is and i think it's interesting i think it's interesting (laughs) that Christian actually predicted this about Aries' uh, quirk what? being like huh? a nonstop. What you you said this actually, what? like yeah. a few chapters ago when the when yeah. All for One did the whole yeah. villains can can do sacrificial plays too. You called it. Oh. He did. He um, did. He I think did it's cool that. that we're gonna be able to see All for One in like different period uh, times in his life too. So we get to see like teenage. Uh, all for one, and even like baby, all for one at <laughs> kid some point. All for one, it's gonna be That'd like be kid boo. Cool. But this that just makes this fight a little more interesting because now it's not just them going against Prime all for one; they're fighting against him on a time limit too. So they just have to survive for the most part, and I think it's I think it's kind of interesting. You know, it's not just a you know fight and defeat him, and now it's a we gotta fucking survive, motherfuckers. <laughs> we're 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 fighting against the goat villain. So Yeah, but to be fair, uh All for One's on like a on the clock now. He's gonna die. Uh yeah, for sure. So and Hawks is, is basically stalling for time so Endeavor can do his special beam cannon basically. Um so I don't know. Uh I I feel like there is probably more to All for One than meets the eye. I I can't imagine that he is just this vanilla guy. Uh, I and I feel like we're gonna get that in the coming chapters with his, with his de aging process. Um, we're probably gonna get a little more information about him, his relation to all for one, oh, one for all, all that stuff. So I'm I'm reserving judgment on that uh, until later. Um, for me, this chapter was kind of like I I liked what it was doing. Uh, here and there, I like the little moments. I think All for One has been kind of a pretty cool and imposing villain in this chapter. Uh, it was good to see his like full form and not his weird lima bean face. Um, because 
up to up until this point, All for One's face has always been kind of like hidden in the shadows, even in flashbacks and stuff. So we this is the first time we really get to see what he looked like. Uh, so that's been cool. Uh, I I I don't buy. I, I wish that like there's a lot of like this villain monologuing, and I think part of it is kind of on purpose because this is kind of a send up to superhero comics. But you know, I feel like we've heard this kind of thing so many times already and it's just like get, get to the point already what do you want <laughs> why do we have to do this like game where you're like i'm going to destroy the world that is if you're gonna like that is like if you're gonna monologue can we just like get the point <laughs> i mean, all for one is a shit talker so i guess know that much. i guess that's he's fair, always been that right? way but you know i feel like we've heard this kind of thing like a thousand times over this series and i'm like I'm getting sick of it. <laughs> I think he's the only villain that monologues like this, though. Shigaraki a little bit, too. He's like, I'm going to destroy this world because it's Yeah, but Shigara- Shigaraki is influenced by him, so <laughs> it makes sense. And Anybody who's attached to him, like, physically. Unfortunately. Like, it, it, they're just inheriting the shit talk quirk. Yeah, I, and, um, you know, this, this scene in America where um, it's, a, it's more of a world-building scene than anything, you know, just like showing how the world at large is reacting to the return of all for one and Shigaraki rising and all that stuff. Um, uh, it, it was fine. I feel like it could have been a little shorter. Um, you know, but you know, I guess it's cause like we haven't been all that involved in the world outside. So it's like, who cares what the world outside thinks? They're not a part of the story, really not in any substantial way. So, you know, who cares? You know, it's not like there are any characters in other countries where we're like, oh, I wonder how they're going to react. I wonder what they're going to do. You know, we're not anticipating an international hero to come in out of nowhere and uh, and save anyone anyway. So I could uh, I could assume that the international hero world is not going to do anything about this, which is weird. Um, I think it was just to show that the rest of the world is now in kind of spiraling i agree in in the panel before that they show like there's like riots going on in the u.s yeah i agree it's just like i assumed that you know because the world's greatest hero in star and stripe is like gone so i i could imagine at that moment a lot of things got turned upside down so it's fine i'm not gonna like stay on it but it's like i don't feel like it had an overall bearing on the story um, the stuff with Edshot is actually like what I liked about this chapter, but also uh, I took some issue with it because we've seen Edshot around. He's He's been around in like a lot of important moments of My Hero Academia. He was there when All for One fought All Might for the last time. And yeah. He was there for the war. He was there for, I believe, the uh, the raid on Overhaul. He's been around and we've seen him. He's like best genius and, and all these guys that have just been kind of tertiary uh, adult heroes um so it, like mr flame resistance yeah <laughs> like mr flame resistance like mr like the washing machine and mirko he's among those heroes where you know they've they've had these little moments here and there but you don't know them know them um i only felt for ed shot because of the adult heroes in the world he's one of the more prominent ones and um, i thought this was like mm. a cool moment for what they were going for uh, but it didn't, I, I found myself like, I feel like I'm supposed to really give a shit, but you know, there's this like missing piece, like that little flashback panel 
is like what we needed, but extended and earlier so we can have, because I didn't even know best genius and him were homies like that. <laughs> you know, like I feel like uh, that was like an emotional thing that was supposed to tug at my heartstrings, but it didn't quite tug all the way. Uh, it sure didn't. I liked it though. I mean, you know, there, I felt something, just not the level of emotion that I feel like I was supposed to. Um, but I guess it was a cool little moment for him. Uh, and <laughs> we were we were all like theorizing, I guess, that Best Genius was going to come in and do some thread work. But then I guess Horikoshi was like, uh uh uh, it's actually Edshot. And if you told me that earlier, I'd be like, what? How? Like, wow, that's out of nowhere. Like, you sound dumb. It's like saying Miracle is going to kick him in his chest and restart his body. Yeah, (laughs) which would be funnier, I guess, to be. She just kicked the shit up his chest. Um, Imagine she used a metal leg. From what I understand, uh, you know, there's a lot of my hero lore that is taking care of in Vigilantes, um, which, fair enough, but also... It should be in the main. It should be in the main shit, you know. Like a lot of very important things are in Vigilantes. I haven't read it really, but I just know that that's the case. Uh, I'm gonna have to read that shit. Yeah, I mean, and it's a decent manga. I'm sure. Brian said it's good. I've read some of it, and it is good. It's just like it shouldn't be a requirement. You know what I mean? Like, it's not really a requirement, but it does foreshadow a lot of the shit that's gonna happen in. That's that's that makes it important, you know, because you got a Japanese Batman in that, right? There's a uh, kind of kind of there's like a, yeah, there's like a Punisher, Batman, Daredevil type guy. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah, you sh- you got to have those. Does he hate guys. All Might? Does he despise All Might? I don't no, know. he is actually very similar to All Might. Yeah, he's like anything. the All Might of that of the vigilantes, basically, from what I understand. Oh. Sh- that um but wow i mean i I, all i'm saying is that like it's not it's not crazy i could read vigilantes but i shouldn't like have to to like be connected to this lore that is important down the line um but you know i don't know i don't want to get too like mad at that it is what it is the lore is i'm getting pretty mad about it don't worry (laughs) uh I'm trying to remain unbiased. (laughs) But overall, like, you know, this was a good chapter. I feel like I came away reading this chapter initially like, this was good. I felt things. It made me feel things. And that's a good thing. I I felt for Edgeshot to some degree. I felt for... It was cool to see All for One full form... To some degree, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, over, I won't say that this uh, chapter is bad necessarily, but, you know, it's just lacking in these little things that, you know, these little things that my hero could do to make it better. I think that the anime might be the best way to consume My Hero Academia at the I, end of the day. Yeah, I guess. Because they'll be able to... I feel like the anime might be able to afford doing a little bit more fleshing out yeah but who knows if they're actually going to do that you know i think they will anime usually does do a little bit of ironing out 
Is there anime for vigilantes? No, not yet, at least. No. I wouldn't be surprised if they did get one. I'm disappointed. I just hope that Koichi shows up at some point in this series. Koichi. Koichi. He actually is a very fun character to kind of watch. In Who's that? Vigilantes. He's the main character, the main of, character Vigilantes. of Vigilantes. His ability is that he can float as long as he maintains a three-point stance on something. Uh, so For real? Yeah, his quirk, no, his quirk gets it very gets more advanced as it goes on. It get, but. but at the start, that's what it is. He basically can hover like a foot or so off the ground, so long as he has like three points of contact at least. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a cool quirk. It's a fun, like very My Hero Academia esque ability. You know, yeah, it's a give and take power. But um, anyway, that was uh, that's those are my thoughts on My Hero Academia. Uh, I don't know how I feel. <laughs> I feel good. I'm I'm interested in reading the next chapter. <laughs> Maybe yeah. I, I, well, yeah, I'm yeah. interested. In this I don't know what to say. I want to see how it unfolds. Yeah. Peace out, the Edge. I don't. I mean, My, it's not that big. He's of a not deal dead to yet, me. so I won't give him the Mario dead sound effect. But he's getting there. Um, but that's all I gotta say. Uh, do you guys have any rebuttals? Anything else? No. Uh, no. Not really. All right. My Brian Academia. My Brian Academia. Uh, let's move onward. Jujutsu Kaisen. And at this point, I'm going to pass over the baton to Josh. Yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen chapter 195. The name. It's right there. Sakurajima Colony part five. So uh, last week. Maki got back up. <laughs> Get knocked down. She got wrecked before by her um cursed brother Naoi. Cursed spirit brother turned brother. Her brother Cousin. turned cursed spirit Naoya. Um pulled up on her at mock speed and ruined her fucking life. But um Mr. Bow and Arrow, uh Noritoshi himself, right? Noritoshi, yeah. yeah. Um was able to you know, stall enough time for Maki to get up. And, um, you know, as they was beginning to scrap some more, they ran into someone screaming Katana and someone screaming Sumo. We, we opened this chapter with uh, the Katana guy screaming. And he's like, oh, man, like, like, what's up? Why everyone don't got a Katana? He's screaming for one, looking for <laughs> one. And he's like, I guess, disturbed. I, I, I get he just got reincarnated. Right? Yeah. Is that what happened? Yeah, he's a reincarnated person. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, he's just... He found a katana, but... Oh, yeah, that was so funny. He found a Demon Slayer toy. His first form, Water (laughs) Surface Slash. Yo, I actually didn't really hate I thought he was, like, making that sword out of water or something, but I didn't realize that. Good good catch. That's really funny. Oh, you thought he was using his power? Yeah, I thought it was his power. But no, I guess you're right. It is actually a Demon Slayer toy, which that's really cool. Yeah, yeah, because it was in a toy box. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Well, so I screamed Katana crying after that. <laughs> and then um, here we go to... Uh, look, Katana guy's a little weird, but this guy's <laughs> full-on um, Kappa. Yeah, he's a Kappa, man. He, he is a Kappa. 
I don't know. Is his head bald? Is that what's going on? Or is it like a swimming cap? No, that's his. he's bald on top. His head looks like a sunflower. I don't know if that's a Japanese proverb or something. It might be. <laughs> no, the co- probably Kappa, is. I'm not going to look it I up. I think Kappas have that head. Who? Kappas. What's that? They're like uh, this. I don't know if they're mythological, or, but they're this like mythological monster. Kappas are. Oh, and they have bald heads like that, too. Yeah. I don't know if Brian will also, he, from that, but okay. So he's really supposed to look like a kappa. All right, he's walking up to random people saying, "Let's wrestle, let's wrestle." Isn't that harassment? That's yeah. That's definitely weird. You can't walk up to me in that stance and say, "Let's wrestle." <laughs> and nothing but those like um, sumo. I'm, ca- I'm calling the FBI. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, calling, I'm, I'm calling. Yeah, they they're gonna get the special victims unit out here. And... Yeah. That's police, but whatever. I'm calling all of them because this guy got to go, and I'm not. I'm not touching him. This guy so, broke into somebody's house. He just burst through their door. Oh my god, that was so funny! Yeah, so you know, um, during his quest to sumo wrestle somebody, um, he hears people sumo wrestling. I guess from a TV, and he jumps into somebody's apartment. Mind you, I guess he's from ancient times, so. They didn't have apartments back then, right? I don't know. I don't, I don't know what type of homes they had. In even Chicago, if they Japan. did, even if they didn't have apartments, you can't just burst into someone's home. Yeah, people had homes. People had shelter. Yeah, right. We need shelter to survive. So, like, <laughs> they had that. You don't burst into there. I guess I don't know. Yeah, he, he doesn't strike me as the person that gives a fuck anyway. No. So he pulls up to Grandma Chio, who's uh, all, I guess watching. Uh, the uh, sumo wrestling, and he finds out that it's in Ryokoku, Tokyo. Um, yeah, and he's like, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to go on this real nigga journey to go sumo wrestle as many uh, guys as possible. Definitely not worried about that. He goes the so, wrong way, by the way. Oh, yeah, he goes the wrong Yeah, thanks, Chris, for the assist. Um, I don't really know the geology of Japan. But uh, Tokyo is in that complete opposite direction that he's going to based on the map. And, yeah, I guess that's how he ends up at this arena. And I guess the swordsman, through such a rage and, and fit, that he ended up to the battlefield, too. Yeah. Eh, just like Nyelia says, who cares? Um, and he's like, all right, I'm out. Let's, let's uh, keep fighting. Who cares about these two guys, right? Uh, Maki pulls up and chops his... It's <laughs> weird. It's ground beef arms. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's what I was thinking. It also looks like you, you ever seen them put like the meat in the grinder? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and they turn it. Yeah. That's also what his arms look like. And he has chocolate sauce pouring out of it and have to get cut. Mm-hmm. And he, all he says is, Welcome back. I guess that didn't really matter that much. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Yeah, he all right. We'll know when it matters. He'll act shocked. Right, that's that's how it goes. Mm-hmm. So, um, damn, Noritoshi's like, yeah, it hasn't even been three minutes, yo. What's the, stop the cap? You're not okay. And she's like, look, um, you was gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> you already, you're pretty, you're pretty much dying already. I know you are. So I just want to spend a little bit more time with you. I'll be all right. I'm hard body. Um. So yeah, like she's so my, you know. Maki takes notice to the dude that screams katana at the top of his lungs. 
don't know. He's saying cut. He's like cut. Katana. 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 Uh, right. Like, I don't know why. They, why do all they got him talking like this? He's so weird. And Maki just like looks at him, looks at her her sister's soul sword, and just passes it to the stranger. He doesn't. She does not pass it over. The katana, oh, he snatches it. The katana flies over to him like Thor. <laughs> Is that what happened? Yeah. No way. She did not give it to him. That's for sure. Because there's surprise by all of them. Yeah, they're all right. Yeah, they're they're all shocked. I thought they were shocked because they felt this spiritual pressure, like bleach. Nope. <laughs> or something like that. Because they, they explained that it wasn't cursed energy that overwhelmed the other four. It was something that had surfaced when he acquired a katana. Sheer lethality. They felt the spiritual pressure. His, his, nope. his bloodlust. He's just such a fucking lethal motherfucker that even though he doesn't have any cursed energy, they were like, oh, fuck. Who is this guy? <laughs> yeah, this, this thing is bad news. Oh, no. That's a bad man. What, what did I just do? My sister, why? <laughs> why did you choose him? He's old. So, um, the Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah, man. I still didn't see that movie, by oh, the way. Wow. Wow. Well, I'll catch you on Disney Plus. So, yeah, he uh, he takes a swing at, I guess, in Nayoya's direction and almost cleaves him in half. Because, like, the, just the wind force cleaved his shell. Yeah. Maybe he made contact. Yeah, but he it just was really close. Him. Yeah, Nayoya didn't want, don't want none of that, and like this guy and uh, Mister Katana man is like, oh, this is the demonic sword. This is against my religion. Um, and then he's <laughs> like, all right, I guess you choose your wielder. So maybe you are a religious sword. No, um, he's like Katana chooses his wielder, huh? So what was that? You were trying to shame me, were you? Because like he missed. So he's like, you trying oh, to embarrass me? That, I'm like way off. I'm way off target with this because I'm just, I'm trying. He, it's so random. Like, why is, yeah. first of all, why is this nigga so nice? Second of all, <laughs> well, without cursed energy. Oh my God. Does he have cursed energy? Well, they didn't say he didn't have well, cursed energy. They just said it wasn't cursed energy that overwhelmed them. He probably got some. He's a sorcerer. He's not a sorcerer. He's an ancient sorcerer. He's not a sorcerer. He has no cursed energy. You know that for a fact? I don't... He says that he's an... Out, it says here, he's an outlaw among players who with uh, who can wield a blade but not cursed energy. He's using Maki's wow. sword, which I guess is a conduit, which means what... He has heavenly restriction, I think. Whoa. Yo, that's true. That's why he's fucking Nayoya up. Did I mention that he cut his? Uh, he I don't. I'm getting I'm getting a toothpaste tube from this. Like he cut a toothpaste <laughs> tube in half, and it's like if you yeah. just spread it, that's why Nayoya would look. Yeah, he comes uh, down hard, and then of course the ground beef arms. Yeah, of course. Um. So yeah, why didn't you do that in the first place? <laughs> because Nayoya is really fast. Like the fuck. No, he's talking about the sword. I think. Uh, because it was just a graze. He did catch him then. Yeah, he that's what it him. was. He got him. It just didn't. Yeah, it didn't. He wasn't able to go through. Yeah. Nayoya says, "What the hell?" 
And then um, the Naki gets really insecure and doesn't and wishes she could be like her father. No, she wishes she could be like that guy. Yeah, which is uh, my uh, the other guy's Megumi's father. Dad. Yeah, I forget his name. Uh, Megumi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forget his name too. And then as she's contemplating her life and how she's so small compared to Megumi's dad, um, <laughs> in swag and in power. She steps into a simple domain at the sumo weirdo setup, and he says, "Hakayo," and that's the end of the chapter. Um, I was so excited reading this, and this was my OGC. Oh, it was also mine. So. Yeah, I mean, Brian yeah, already yeah, gave yeah. his, so yeah. it's between this and One Piece. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Nah, um, I'll save my thoughts for later. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll Chris. Yeah, this was, it was real tough between this and one piece, but this was my favorite chapter of the week just cause you know, every battle of the culling game started off a little slow, you know, started off a little slow Mm -hmm. and then eventually it just pops off out of nowhere and it's the greatest thing I've ever read. Like, I was I I didn't know what the fuck was happening. The last chapter ended so weird and abruptly, and I'm like, "Are these Noritoshi's people?" Uh, right. Are the uh, and then we just get this weird flashback of this old man just looking for swords, and then this weirdo who does sumo, and we're like, "What the fuck's going on?" And these two just ended up by accident at the culling game. It's so weird. They basically walked into these arenas, into these barriers. So it's so funny how that worked out. Um, and I think one of the strengths of Jujutsu Kaisen, especially during this culling game is like Akutami's ability to immediately endear me to these characters. I've spent three seconds with, uh, (laughs) immediately. I'm like, who's this old man? What's he about? Why is he so cool? And why is he my favorite character now? (laughs) Immediately. (laughs) It happens every time. (laughs) Dude, it was so fucking. He grazed them and it was so lit. It was so fucking badass. Uh, I loved it. And his attitude with it, too. It's like this old, like, sword master. He says, can you see? Because he can't see the, he can't see Nyoya. So he's just taking, like, blind swings in the dark. He's like, can I see it, you ask? No. But if I see everything else, then it's the same as if I am seeing it. So we're about to learn some shit about Heavenly Restriction, I think. Uh, think Oh, and how it gives you a... Um, observation hockey? Basically. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, it's just so cool, man. Uh, I, I'm, I was just, when he sliced Naoya basically in half, I was like, whoa, who's this fucking guy? Um, it was, it was really damn cool. And, uh, we're getting into the, the peak moment of, I guess, Maki's fight here. And I'm, I'm, couldn't be more excited for it. Uh, she's about to learn something. Oh yeah, oh yeah, man. I don't even know if this, this sumo guy guy's is... gonna make it tough. Uh... Yeah. So this guy is a reincarnated swordsman. He his name is Dido. Um, his name is Dido. He's a nameless reincarnated swords master swordsman without peer. So he's the strongest fucking swordsman in the world that was reincarnated and put in this game. Um, wow. And he doesn't seem to have cursed energy. So he is. If anything, he has heavenly restriction, which I think that's what it is. And I don't think you necessarily... I think the point is, 
is that you don't necessarily need cursed energy to use it. So, you know, very cool to have another uh, one of those because they're kind of rare within this series. Uh, right. I don't know what this guy, this sumo guy is about, but he may he may be an ancient sorcerer as well. So uh, I'm into figuring out what, what he's about. But yeah, very excited. I mean, he set up a domain, so. Yeah, very excited to see what's going on here. He he seemed to know what time it is. He he seemed to know that this is a Jujutsu Sorcerer battle. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty excited about it. Those are my thoughts, though. Um, very great chapter, Brian. What did you think? Again, another classic Jujutsu Kaisen chapter. Fun and exciting. I've I honestly think I probably should have gave this my RGC just because of how fun it was. But I did enjoy One Piece a little bit more. Yeah, that's fair. Um, that's fair. That's super fair. It could have gone either way. I want to see. I want to see more of like what's going on with these guys. To be honest, I'm interested to see what the sumo guy is all about. Maybe his thing is if he if you deny his uh, request to to wrestle, he gets stronger. Is what I think is going to happen. Because uh, his whole quest, his whole thing is having finding somebody to wrestle with him. But if nobody wrestles with him, he's just going to get upset, right? So, I don't know. We'll see what what happens with that. I'm curious to see what, what's going on with him. But, yeah, that's all my thoughts. Josh, what did you think? I'm still kind of stunned over the fact that the sword came to him. I don't know how I didn't put that. I thought Maki made the decision because he was screaming for a katana. And like she just sensed that he was strong or something like that and tossed it to him. But it makes way more sense that because nobody nobody knew how strong he was until he had the sword. That's why they were all shocked. Even Naoya's skeleton face was like, oh. That's crazy. Yeah. So um, I, I appreciate that little detail. That's one of the coolest things about doing this podcast. <laughs> um, artwork was fucking top notch. At oh, all yeah. points. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, this guy, he made this old guy look like a god. The slashes is so dope. I'm not going to lie. Like, these sla- the slashes haven't been looking crazy in a while. That's what's so cool about Bleach. Mm-hmm. You know, the big slashes. The impactful ones. Same thing with, like, Zoro and One Piece. Bro. You know, when he carves an entire mountaintop. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Good stuff. This one page where he's holding the sword up like this, and he's like, can I see it, you ask? I want to make that into my phone background. It looks dope as fuck, and the dialogue in it is very cool. Um, he says some kind of Ayakashi. Is that like uh... a... <laughs> yeah, demon, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, what is there? What is that? Some kind of demon? Um, Yeah, very cool poster-worthy shit in this chapter. Um. But uh, with those, if I see everything else, then it's the same as if I'm seeing it. To me, all that means is that he's paying attention to the environment around him. Yeah, you know the diff- the movements in the air and the shifts of the the dust mm-hmm. to tell that something's moving around. Maybe he could sense his breath. Do cursed spirits breathe? Hmm. hmm. Maybe some of them. Yeah. Maybe it's a choice. Maybe they don't have to, but they some of them can. Yeah, I have no idea. 
Yeah, who gives a shit? Those are my thoughts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this uh, shit is lit, bro. Deuce. This shit is lit. And I want Maki to start cutting mountains and have to. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. Um, but that's all I got to say about it, too. Uh, I think we can move on. We've gushed enough about uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. Although I could do it all day. <laughs> all day. Uh, all day. All day. Let's uh, move onward. Black Clover. This is Black Clover, Chapter 335, Severance. Uh, last we left off, Asta got pwned by um, yeah. <laughs> by Lucius, the newly possessed <laughs> Wither King. Uh, he is... Pwned. He just got defeated, and Asta's doing his thing, standing back and being like, not done yet. Um, but, you know... Uh, Lucius sees through it. He's just like, ah, quit your bluffing. You don't have the strength to move even. Um, but, you know, backup comes. There's Nero. There's uh, Noel. We have, uh, what's her face? Mimosa coming in. They're all immediately attacking with the dragon water thing. Uh, however, uh, the sister uses uh, spatial magic to kind of stop the water thing where it stands. And it turns out that she's been infused with Beelzebub's power, uh, the power of spatial magic. So, you know, he used his uh, soul magic to incarnate and purify a devil. So he's basically given, he's taking control of the remaining supreme devils and the devils on all the other levels. And he is now planning on implanting these devils within people while purifying them and implanting them in these people so that they gain wisdom and nearly immortal bodies. The sister is the first of what will be known as paladins, which is cool, because I'm a paladin in Dungeons & Dragons. I play a dragonborn paladin. Dragonborn, dragon. you own dragons. Dragon. And you ride the dragons No, I'm a, I'm a half-dragon man. I'm a man-dragon. What? I'm a man-dragon. Oh, you are an act. Oh, you, you're a hybrid. Yeah, mm. I, I said... I'm a man dragon. Man dragon. Man dragon. Um, so yeah, he's like, I I will call them paladins, warriors who will fight for the sake of the world, and I will rule it. The wizard king will be compa nothing compared to me. Let's see. Yes, I will be the wizard emperor. And Asa's like, fuck you. <laughs> no, you can't change the name. No. <laughs> No, 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 no. Nothing's better than Wizard King. No, 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 no. The no. <laughs> Star Wars one? No. Yeah. No, no. goaded. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Asa's not in good straits right now. Uh, everyone's trying to save him here. The spatial magic control uh, puts Noel and Mimosa in a magic box. So, you know, it's not working out. She uh, She's made a cage of severed space. So, you know, that's not going to work out for Noel trying to get through to Asta. Um, nope. So she then turns to Asta and is like, sorry, Asta, but your death is sure to bring true peace and happiness to the world. And uh, Asta's like, sister, I swear I'll save. And he goes, he disappears. He gets kumad. So I think she obliterates him. Look at all the blood that's left over. No, that was from before. That was when he was cut by her, and now he was just, like, on the wall splattered. Oh, really? Yeah. Look at him. He's bleeding. Okay. He's bleeding like crazy. 
I thought I thought they killed the main character. Oh, he's dead. That did happen, but you know, it wasn't the way that you. Oh said yeah, it. she disappeared him to. Oh no, you think he's actually dead? No, like, he's dead. This is uh, this is close to the end of Black Clover. He's dead. No, he's not. Oh no, 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 he's not. I was like, are they going to revive him? Like, is that what the new quest is going to be? This is going to be crazy. Yeah, Asta's gone. Asta was kumed away. And, uh, yeah, and only Jesus Christ and his nurse and nun <laughs> remains. Jesus Christ and his nurse. That, that might be a title for this episode. <laughs> that, that might be the title of this episode, Jesus Christ and his nurse. <laughs> uh, anyway, the girls are freaking out. Asta is gone! Julia, uh, Lucius is doing victory laps already. You know, like a true... yes, yes, yes. Ah, uh, yes, it's I've done. won. Hmm. Yes. Hmm. This it's... was foreseen. Your judgment is final. Nothing will impede my schemes. You have seven days to train and have a training arc and train, and then we will have a final battle, as is customary of final arcs. Yeah. <laughs> there was no shame in like from the audience. <laughs> Like yep, this is what you got to get in. You guys, uh, you guys know I what know it you is. want it. You know what it yeah, is. I know what time it is. Yeah, right. It's like when World Trick is about to rev up, where they mention like, okay, the rank wars are coming up, and they're like, yeah, we know what the fuck that means. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one on ones, two on three. Yeah. Gang fights, yeah. crazy stuff. My foresight has already seen the outcome, but you will fight anyway because you know that is how these things work. It would be the end of the story if you guys just decided to not fight me, isn't that right, captains? As all the captains are pulling up, uh, and, yeah, in unison at the same time, yeah, and they're shocked, shoulder to shoulder, yeah, and they're shocked. They're like, Master Julius, what's the meaning of this? And uh, Yami already senses like that's not his magic or his key. Not even close. That face and his body there. Julius! He, <laughs> he shouts as, I guess, Julius teleports away, I guess. Um, Was that Julius looking at him? Yeah. But that, not. That was but Ju I mean, not, not the devil, but was that Lucius coming back and looking at him? Yeah, no, that was Lucius. That wasn't Julius because, like, they don't. I guess they don't know about Lucius. So, as far as they know, yeah, that's Julius. Um, and that's yeah, yeah. I wonder if Lu does Lucius. Know he yeah, he has. He he knows all of this other guy's memories, right? Since that was yeah. also him. Yeah, he would know these. Right, guys. so he knows that there's a friendship. But he knows that that he's an asshole. That's how he's looking at him. Like, <laughs> you were my best friend, huh? Yeah. <laughs> 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 What's he about to go do now? I don't know. Evil shit. I guess he's oh, gonna make paladin. Yeah, he's gonna make paladin. Okay. Like, what? Are they, what is he gonna be doing in the meantime? Like, is that is he gonna spend the whole time collecting his paladins until he's ready to fight? Like, when he gets the final paladin, he's gonna be like, "All right, we out to the yeah black clover." How wait? How how long did he say? Seven days. He gave them some time. Yeah, he gave him like a week. It's gonna. So I'm gonna just give the give the author the benefit of the doubt and assume that it's going to take him seven days, precisely from this moment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like at this time of day, um, seven days from now, he will be running to his blast disciple paladin. 
yeah. that is Dragonborn, and um, and perhaps Christian Espinal. Me? Yeah. No, I'm. Uh, I'm, I'm. You don't want to be one of Lucius's paladins? Nah, I'm Oath of the Ancients. I can't take this up. I already have a god. Oh, you'd be set tripping. I already have a god. Unfortunately, yeah, I do set trip. You're renouncing Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you got. You heard it here first. You heard. You know your brother's a heathen, right, Brian? Yeah, my brother. A filthy heathen. I'm sorry to say, brother, but I cannot follow the word of Jesus anymore. I am uh, a lawyer. And his and his nurse. And neither him or his nurse can I follow <laughs> the footsteps of. I am a devout follower of Bahamut. So I can no longer. But uh, good luck, though, with that Jesus thing. Um, Damn, Charlotte couldn't even get a face. Charlotte? Yeah. They they gave her the good old (laughs) Slender Man. They didn't give her a face. The Slender Man special. Yeah, they didn't give her a face. That's mean. Her face looks like a Smash Bros. stock. (laughs) You know how it doesn't show the eyes and shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... I guess we could get into thoughts. Josh, what did you think about this chapter? Well, after seeing that Charlotte, a female, and the other... Oh, no, her eyes are closed. Well, <laughs> clearly this author's sexist. Clearly. Hey, that's that's the mood I've been in today, calling out authors for... <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Yo. Um, this was a cool chapter. I mean, it's always nice to have fun with Black Clover, but... I'm interested, you know. I'm engaged. He 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 told it like I said earlier. He told it straight up, like, "Yep, yeah, I'm going to give you guys another like war situation with some cool fights for you to look forward to. Maybe there's going to be some training and stuff." Wonder where Asta is. Did they teleport him to the sun? <laughs> that would be the smart thing to do, I guess. Teleport him directly to the sun. Um... My thing is, I don't think Asta is going to come in until the end. Probably not. No, yeah. It's probably going to be a lot of Ostilus fights from here on out, which I'm not mad at. Yeah. Let the other I didn't think about that earlier. Yeah. Like when I first read this, like, oh, like, they're not going to, like, find him the next chapter. This is probably the point. Like, he's got teleported somewhere. He's going to find his way back somehow. Because he's only mad strong. You know what I'm saying? Julius couldn't beat him one-on-one. Yeah. He's going to get teleported somewhere, but it's going to be very helpful to his cause. He's going to find, like, a teacher mm. or something. He's going to find, like, a sensei there. He's going to... Like Kuma? Yeah. He's going he's gonna to land in where they are. Yeah, where they need, where they need to be. And uh, he's going to... Right where they need to be. <laughs> Kuma's was purposeful. He's the main character. Yeah, P- Kuma's, huh? Kuma's was purposeful, though. Like, he did that on purpose. This will be by accident. <laughs> there was only one person with no purpose, in my opinion, bro. Like you, I like he didn't have to do Robin like that. I think he was like, maybe there's somewhere in the East Blue, and that's the only place I can remember. So uh, figure it out, Robin. No, he <laughs> sent Robin to somewhere he knew the the revolutionaries would be. Oh, they pull up there and bust a bust every like they. They liberate all those people, and then yeah. Robin joins their crew. Yeah, because if there's anybody she needs to be around is people who probably know the true history of the world. Which is the Dragon world. knows the true history of the world? Potentially. He, he at least has a really good idea. Yeah, he has of a what really it is. good At the very idea. least. I, maybe he doesn't know it, because I guess, like, 
that would probably be the end of the series if he did. But right, or I mean, you have Robin's to go, character. You have to go to Rathdale to know. Yeah, so maybe right? he just does have like a really good idea of what happened. Um, but anyway, um, were those all your thoughts? Um. Yeah. All right. Uh, real quick, I agree. I mean. Black Clover has been back all gas, no breaks. Uh, I am not entirely pissed at that. <laughs> um, it was cool to see, you know, get get the ball moving fast. I, I, I guess I, I would have done with a little bit more of a buffer, you know, just to, like, slide us in a little smoothly. But it's not, it's not bad, and it's not a bad transition. I think it was cool. Um, so I don't mind it. But, um, yeah, things are moving a little quickly that's my only criticism but it's not like so much though so that it like ruins it in any real way it's more of a nitpick you, you know what i would have liked what? i would have liked uh for for uh lucius posing as julius walking around being weird like saying sly things to people like underhanded comments like yeah mm, mm. yeah that was a great battle mm. your skills were <laughs> pretty strong <laughs> you were mm-hmm Quite formidable. Quite formidable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Just like people like noticing he's being weird and he's just like smiling like, ah, everything is fine. Nothing. You, I've foreseen it all. Like, but not saying that, just thinking that in his yeah. head. The that would have been nice. The fuck's going on with cool. Julius? What the hell? He's being weird lately. What's going on with Yes. Yeah. It does seem like things are weird lately. Like, no, nigga, you. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's you. <laughs> You're weird. The keys are. Yeah. It's black. Why did you do this? <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's not black. Hello? Yeah, I'm still there. Oh, okay. Um, maybe it's not black. Maybe it's another color. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Oh, your headphone out? It's okay. Um, anyway, but those are all my thoughts, really. Um, I, I liked it. Oh, this was the really good chapter of the week for the audience, by the way. Uh, shock of all shocks. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. What is this? Ever since Black Clover got back, we've been doing, um, really good chapters of the week for it in terms of the audience. It's won a solid amount of the vote. I would say uh, it's pretty up there, um, but yeah, it won again. <laughs> uh, if you guys want to cast your vote to dethrone Black Clover next week or whatever, um, you can le- you can uh, check out our Twitter at uh, New Jump City on Twitter, and we do a really good chapter of the week poll every week. So you know you guys can participate and vote for your favorite series to get shout out. But of course, it was Black Clover this week. <laughs> so, of course, of course, but yeah, those are all. Hey, they go hard. Shout out to the Black Clover fans. Hey, yeah, much to Brian Chagrin. Much to Brian Chagrin. Black Clover won once again. Uh, what'd you say? Four Black weeks Black in a row. Black Clover. Yeah, ever since it came back, this whole month, repeat wins. Streak. Hopefully, the Cowboys want to streak like that too. Dude, I'll be honest. I'm like, should I take Black Clover off the list this week just so we could give the other manga a fighting chance? <laughs> just a chance. Steven, <laughs> look at this rigging the polls. I, I, hey, I didn't do it though. Black Clover won. 
Um, but yeah, that's all uh, I gotta say really about Black Clover. Are we ready to move You're on? cooking the books, Chris. I'm not cooking no books. I played at Ferdinand Square. Black Clover won this week, so you get you're taking the book and you're throwing it right <laughs> on the frying pan. Is that what it is? <sighs> With butter and onions. Hmm. Oh, and you're fucking sautéing that book, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, sorry. In that case, uh, I should. Uh, I guess we should move on, yeah. Yeah, move on from the uh, black clover books. <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's move onward. Undead. That's where you get all that extra money to buy these cool shirts. I see. Shut up! Don't say anything. See, that's what it is, Brian. He's hiding up, these uh, black clover bucks from us. Guys, stop. These sponsorship deals. Guys, stop! Stop corrupting me in the eyes of the people. I am the unbiased king. Sure. Yeah, I better see. That's why y'all all gotta pull up to Twitter and vote because we have to, um, we have to resist his oppression, no his, one, uh, his corruption. No one will question me. Anyway, yeah, we finished with Black Clover, right? Yeah, cool chapter. It was a fun chapter. Um, I'm not mad the audience voted for it. No, neither am I. I never am. <laughs> okay. All right. Undead Unlock. Uh, and at this right. point, I'm going to throw it over to Josh. I raised my can of soda, but it's empty. I'll raise my half-empty water bottle, if that helps. I raised my empty red cup Ooh. that had water in it, but now there's no more. Oh, it's a little bit. There's <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Oops. All right. Um, hey, for everybody that's on uh, YouTube, why don't you leave a like? Uh, comment. Let us know what your favorite comic you're reading is right now, or which one you don't like that everyone hypes up. That's the type of shit I like. Um, you should sub to us too if you haven't already. That'd be nice. Yeah. That'd be super duper fucking nice. Okay, yeah, and then like great. share it with your homies I listen to. Um, that would be in nice infinity. Nice infinity. Right. Undead unlock color pages, and they had the banner. On um, the homepage too. That counts as something now. That's that's a thing. That's a new thing. Banner, yeah. banner art. Yeah, that for means the homepage uh, of Shonen Jump. That's the new fucking thing. Yeah, it means that Undead Unluck got the cover page of the of the series. Uh, oh, on that's top not of that, a new thing. On top uh, on top of that, uh, Undead Unluck has an anime announcement. But it's a question mark. No, it's for sure. I just checked it if to if it's true, but it's real. Undead Unluck is getting an anime in 2023. Congratulations to Undead Unluck. And uh, that is very lit. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Sorry to interrupt, but I just uh, wanted to get that. Oh no, you're good. I, that that was I was I was excited to see that. Maybe that means that this is just season one of Undead Unluck, and there'll be a season two. Well, even in the manga. At the very least, uh, Undead Unluck is safe for the foreseeable future. I believe. I think that bodes well. So, chapter, Undead Unluck, chapter number 124, Andy. Andy. Hey, guys. This one is pretty deep. What else can I say? Um, Chris, if you don't mind, could you fill us in on, on where we left off from last week? Last week, we left off with uh, basically kind of the origin of uh, how Andy came to be we already knew at this point that um andy well 
we we thought of it in the reverse, whereas uh, Andy is the main personality, and there is this alter ego within Andy that is Victor, who is supposedly like his more feral side. But we learned that you know Victor is actually the original personality, and Andy is uh, is the alter ego to Victor. So he was created out of the Remember card, the uh, the artifact that manipulates people's memories uh either takes them away or adds them uh which huis did to uh which huis implanted into his mind it's the card that we see uh on his face all the time um he jammed a fucking debit card in his head (laughs) yeah basically uh and you know it's manipulated his memory and made him forget all about victor um but it, it all comes from this fight that they had where um, Victor was trying to get Huis to uh, quit trying to kill God uh, because no matter how many times they've tried, they've tried for a collective four billion years or so, and they've mm-hmm. gotten nowhere. So he's just tired of seeing Huis struggle and, and suffer. So, you know, they fought up about that, and Huis ended up using Remember to wipe his memory and uh, for this new loop have him just kind of have a new life to him in a way right that was one hell of a recap bro (laughs) i'm a pro at this point baby recap god yeah that's that's exactly where we left off like he's andy's facing the fact that he was created because of a stab into the head by a ancient egyptian Yu-Gi-Oh card (laughs) um yeah they use the stone tablets yeah i hope you remember that i do remember that Okay. Yu-Gi-Oh! reference. Okay. Um, yeah. Andy starts... We uh, we cut back to a uh, a flashback of Andy. Um, I guess when he, wor- when he woke up from the loop, but not understanding that he came up from a loop, he just woke up like, whoa, I'm in a fucking grave. Like, what's... Why? <laughs> you know, he says he tastes like the dirt in his mouth because, you know, they buried him because they thought he was dead. And, um, you know, he, they, he got buried after, uh, getting caught up in a fight. They broke this down, um, a, f- a few arcs ago when they were, to- uh, when they went to go, when Fuka went into Andy's mind to visit his past and, you know, rebuild their bond or whatever. So, you know, you guys can always reference that, but anyway, he just, Andy just continues to further break down how, like, you know, he just was out here completely alone in this fucking world, you know? And Juice even, like, claims that, like, yo, you know, if if you really feel hurt about it, if you're super raw about it, you can kill me. That's okay. I'll allow it. That is my sense of justice. Right? And, you know, of course, uh, Fugle's like, Juice, you can die around me unless... I guess they have to. So, um, you know, Andy, like, on some, you know, I guess edgelord shit, put, rips his sword out of his fucking arm and points it at Juice's throat and his, Miss Juice's throat. And um, he starts to, again, like, kind of break down, like, the suffering he went through. He says how, like, you know, he didn't even have an idea of who he was and that, you know, the only, the only fact he knew about himself as a person in this world is that he had died in a battle, 
whoever he was before prior that he doesn't remember and that um also that he can't die after you know you know getting into more scraps you know defending people because he's a hero at heart real great guy uh andy the zombie um you know then he talks about how he said that all he ever felt was guilt and loneliness you know, knowing, he says, knowing how his powers were, like, out there, you know, like, really putting themselves on, the, like, putting their lives on the line and, and, and sacrificing themselves while he just, you know, he was always there to survive and, and deal with the shit. Which, I didn't think about it prior, but, yeah, that's, you know, you you feel like, like you're not really sacrificing. But, you know, it's not like, obviously, it's not his fault or nothing like that. And it's probably helpful that he doesn't die. He could, they could probably get into situations and, and use that, mm-hmm. right? But I guess just the point that, you know, to not share in that the in that pain with them, mm-hmm. you know? It's like, I imagine if he was, like, on a, on a sports team, you know what I'm saying? And, like, you never got play time. You feel me? You there, you know, you you're, you contributed, you, you're there at practice, helping out, you know what I'm saying? The other, the, the, the A team needs to play against a B team, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, I need other people to, like, practice, but, you know, it's run drills, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But you're not there in the field with them. You feel me? It's a different, obviously, you're not going to feel guilty. Maybe that was a poor analogy, but, man, I I feel like I, I kind of get it. And I'm not saying that it's from my lacrosse uh, background. <laughs> I swear, I'm not relating to Andy because of lacrosse. Hey man, no, I, I get it. Lax is life, dude. It is. Lax is life. Um, you know, I took for granted how Andy, I guess, has felt about this. But, you know, he's saying how, you know, he watched, like, all these people grow up and die. And he had no end in sight. You know, so he just was like, yo, is this going to be my life? Seeing my friends grow old and die? Or just die normal, like before they grow old, just always watching him die. Because as far as he knows, he can't die. Like, he'll always... This will always be the case, seeing people he cares about die. So, you know, that's one way to look at it, but I could see how that's depressing. Um, he And he said all he ever thought about was dying, you know? Which we knew. We knew that was the case. I just didn't know that he was so sad about it. But anyway... Um, he talks about how 50 years ago, you know, when he got captured, he asked Nico to experiment and do the weirdest scientific death experiments he could think possible, like it was Dexter's lab. And of course, Nico obliged. He's like, hell yes. Hell Give me yeah. my notebook and pencil. Let's get cracking. Um, but nah, man, Andy's talking about how he stopped caring about shit. He even gave up on dying. It was like, fuck it, I'm going to just be miserable. <laughs> and um, I'll just use the pain of constantly hurting myself again and again to make me feel anything make me feel something mm-hmm. you know he had no hope and then um you know he, he didn't he didn't have anything to look forward to in life until he ran into Foucault you know then he talks about how he found a sense of hope and they get interrupted by this huge shatter of the dome because as we've already understood, Unruin is unstoppable. Unstoppable. I know that's another character in the story. Yeah. But um, it doesn't really matter. You get it. He yeah. can't be beat. His name should be unbeatable. Like Iska the Unbeaten. Ooh, they should do a death battle with Ruin and Iska. No, they shouldn't. That's stupid. So, yeah. Um, 
Andy's like, all right, you're going <laughs> to... Andy's basically letting her know, like, yep, you're about to not ride this arc, and you're about to <laughs> live your life. Uh, uh, witnessing... Uh, what is it? You're going... He said, you're going to witness it all from the suffering you helped create to what I gained after I got Fugo, my happiness. Oh, I guess he's saying, like, watch us shine. Obviously, he doesn't hold on resentment towards Miss Juice, but he definitely kind of came off that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you know. The floor above, the floor above is for oh yeah the the next floor up. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? The floor above, <laughs> the floor, <laughs> the floor above. It's falling. What? <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So talks this shit to Juice. He's like, watch, watch, watch me be great. And um, Andy and Fuko give each other a high five, and they hop on the arc and out. And that season. That's season one. No, that's not the end yet. I'm sorry. I'm skipping forward too much. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Um, the hand five was for unluck. And that's how they were. They was able to seal the ceiling back um, with hot magma. And yeah. then they even cracked this like, weird-ass joke. I actually really uh, enjoyed this. How they say, um, like, how is their magma? I killed the magma Uma like, a few chapters ago. I was in that long ago. And she says, "Oh, come on! You know the details don't matter." I'm like, "What?" And I said, "Like, really? They, they you can't just do that. <laughs> you can't just do that. Do they never matter? Do they matter? Hmm? That's not. That, that's not true. That so, you're lying. What are you talking about? You're, you're lying. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> that's that's gibberish. That's a contrivance. That is a contrivance. You're right, Josh. But I think that's a fucking contrivance you got right it. there. Hey, bud, you got it. Yeah. Hell yeah." So, um, you know, he thanks Juice for birthing him into existence via the Metro card launched into his uh, <laughs> mandula obligata. <laughs> he says, thank you for making me undead. And thanks to everything and everyone I've encountered so far. You know, you, you set this all up. You think you ruined my life and, and turned me into a different person? But guess what? I love this version of me better than the Victor stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so... Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna be able to come across time to protect everybody. They're gonna use the card to make everyone remember. Yes. That's what's gonna happen. Yeah, and it says undead unlocked. Let's go. Mm-hmm. It's morbid time. It's a morbid time. <laughs> <laughs> you knew I was gonna say that. You had to know. I did not know you that. I had to know. I did not know that. I, I did not know that. what. I'm you didn't read that shit and think to yourself like it's morbid. <laughs> I did not, but I should have. I guess. It, it, I I believe it fills the sentiment out. Madiger, come on. Anyway, you were supposed to be on point with that. You're right. I'm sorry. Shame. I failed. Un un. What's the opposite of shame? Not pride. Because unpride. Because shame. Because shame is the source. Unproud of, of pride. Pride. No, pride is the source of shame. So they're not opposites. That's what Uncle Arrow said. Oh. He said, "Pride is not the opposite of shame, but its source." And I thought that was very profound. Actually, it is very profound. Anyway, <laughs> I guess <laughs> I guess that was undead and luck. Um, do you want me to get into my thoughts first, or I guess it was. Yeah, get into your thoughts first, Chris. Yeah, I thought this was pretty great. Um, first of all, this color page is sick. Congratulations yes, once again to to one undead and luck. Uh, I I do love this color page. I love that it's like half paint, 
and half anime type shit. Like it looks like yeah. an anime cell, which I respect. Very fucking cool. Um, it's like kind of the meta thing about this story where the other one is like colored pencil, I think. The right side is like colored pencil, and then the left oh, side yeah, is like right. the anime like... cell shading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really cool. Uh, yeah, it does look cool. But anyway, yeah, it, it was cool to see. You know, it, it was a very cool moment for Andy to kind of like resolve himself, and you know, we we got these little bits and pieces of his past and how. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry. I didn't realize there were three different shades. Yeah, it was pencil, then the regular color, and then the anime. Look, wow. Yeah. Whoa, that's really cool, actually. Yeah. And you can see each. Yeah, he has pencil on the left. Is little stylus, right? Yep. Wow, and then that's the the colored ink, and then yeah, wow, that's pretty cool. Wow, this is incredible. Yeah, it's a great color page. Um, but as I was saying, mm -hmm. um, yeah, no, we got to see little bits of pieces of Andy's past and uh, a while ago, but uh, it was cool to see him kind of reach the culmination of his arc, I think. Um, and, uh, you know, find this new hope in life. And we started this series with Andy wanting to die and, um, uh, he doesn't so much anymore, which is cool, which is like the art. No, he, well, now he's willing to die for a reason, not no, just reason, not because. because, not because he's depressed, but, um, I'm a die for purpose, like a real person. Not like, not just to die, not just to die. But, um, yeah, it, it was cool to see this from Andy. Uh, had this little moment uh, to really seal off his character uh, and accept who he is now. Uh, and have Huis have this moment where she's like, I made, the, I did the right thing. Like, she wasn't wrong to do what, he, what she did to Andy because at the end of the day, he's happier this way. Um, and Victor was trying to fuck the whole pack up, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, very exciting. Andy was just a nice, a nice uh, surprise. Yeah, I'm really excited to see where this series go because this is, I guess, a very unique path for a manga to go where they're literally going to do a do-over. Uh, I don't know how this is going to progress. I don't know how much longer Undead Unluck could go. Not because I think it's going to get canceled anymore. I think those fears have been assuaged from it getting an anime. But, like... I don't know, bro. This is... I felt like this chapter was feeling very... Uh, final? Next, next to last chaptery. I mean, maybe... I, hey, Death Note didn't get his anime till long after it was over, so that's wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, because the world wasn't ready. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Death Note's a very short series, so it took a while. Maybe to it just took anime. so long for that chip scene to be animated. I mean, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't blame him. It looked like it took a long time. Um, but in any case, I mean, who knows? Who knows how long it's going to really be? Uh, we've said it was going to end like. A year ago, maybe, <laughs> and uh, here we are still. So, I don't want it to end, and I'm excited to see where it goes. Um, I'm sure it's going to be pretty unique. I also don't think it has very many places to go, but maybe it'll surprise me. It ending on its own terms is not the worst thing in the world. So I'm here for it. Um, whatever undead unluck has to throw at us, I'm excited. Uh, but those are all my thoughts. Uh, Josh, what did you think? I think you said a lot, but. Just say a lot. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna repeat the fact that man, like I didn't. 
it was at first it seemed like such a tragedy. Like I, like I did not. I really took for granted like what what uh, Andy went through. I mean, obviously, I, I'm not a zombie, so I can't relate. But um, I can empathize. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and this is also kind of like a. I guess in a way, it's like a. Some people feel like this, not because that they they can't die, but maybe because they just feel such a lack of purpose and direction mm-hmm. that you know. Like I guess that's why some people come to that conclusion. Um, yeah, it's that so, age old, it's that age old problem guess, yeah. with immortality. You know, just uh, I'm going to live forever, but I'm going to lose all the people I love, and at some point, it's just going to be like a cycle of gaining new friends and losing them. And I'm the only person in the world who could live this long. So it's not a great life, I imagine. But yeah, uh, you, you continue onward. Um, no, I, was... uh, I can, I can see that it'd be cool to live forever, but I guess that would be tragic. All the loss. Um, Nah, I'm really. I I have no idea. I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised if next chapter was the last, and then like this wraps up season one of Undead Unlock, coming soon in a few months. You know what I mean? That'd be so cool. But I don't think they're gonna redo the whole series and like that. Like, cause like like go back in time and and then re meet everybody. That'd be pretty fucking dope. If this was all like an origin setup. I mean, I think, like, I think that's what they're getting at here, is that these 124 chapters of One Dead Unluck have been a prequel. But, I don't know. Oh, this is the end, and they're about to solve the world, and then fight. Yeah. I don't know. We'll it's, see. It's I over, no it's over idea, next week. Man. Is it coming out next week? Yeah. I fucking hope so. One Piece is off next week. Yeah. Trash. Which is like, why did you take a month off for Oda? You don't think you had enough months, uh, weeks off, Oda? Like, what are you drawing? What's taking so long? No, let me stop. I, yeah, I, no, we're I'm joking. just, I appreciate the fact that he's still alive. Oh, yeah. To draw obviously, it. we're joking. Um, obviously. Obviously. But uh, I'm, I'm good on uh, Undead Unluck. Are you good? Yeah, I'm sure. All right. Well, that has been Undead Unluck, and that has been our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. As per usual, you could uh, follow us at New Jumps out oh, at Chris, the Chris Aspinall on Twitter and Instagram, at B.ESP on Twitter and Instagram, uh, at twitch.tv slash it's punchline for his gaming stream, Brian's gaming stream. Uh, you can follow Josh at JP Cole underscore 37 on Instagram at NY Chillin on Twitter. Uh, you could uh, follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us on Twitter, especially take part in the really good chapter of the week poll that would be super cool uh vote for your favorite series let us know what you think uh you can email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions suggestions anything guys want us to talk about we would gladly like to talk about it with you or you can comment underneath any of the videos you're watching on youtube whether it's the full version of the podcast or the little highlight breakouts we make for you guys every week. Let us know what you guys think about the comics. We'd love to have a discussion with the people who listen to this show regularly. So let us know, whether through email or comment under our YouTube. Uh, you can also subscribe while you're at it. Give us a subscribe. Hit that bell notification so you never miss an upload. Uh, never. Smash that like button. That would be super sweet. That's that shit. Smash it. And, uh, you know... 
all that stuff, all the things. We're on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. If you prefer audio podcasts, if you would rather take us on the go, that's the best way to do it. The audio version of the podcast does come out first. So if you would like that, subscribe there. Uh, and I think that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, next week, we'll have Chainsaw Man again. Uh, we won't have One Piece. So, you know, it'll be fun. But... Yeah, that's uh, that's it for the show. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Stay safe, New Jump Citizens. It's out, guys. Thanks for listening.